Keeping your commercial roof in its best condition keeps your business running. Adams & Co. understands how important your business is to our community, your family, and your employees. Whether you have shingle, silicone, TPO, metal, or a bitumen roof, we not only repair current damage and leaks, but can also offer a free roof inspection to help catch small issues before they become a big problem. 864-260-0080. Call Adams & Co. for all your commercial roofing needs. Adams & Co. Making a difference one roof at a time. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I thought about it many years. And then I did it, dropped big pounds, and never looked back. Look, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. Welcome to the Red Range. We are back. Let me tell you about my friends at Canty. Listen, water in the crawl space can sit there for months or years. Standing water in the home can damage the foundation. Rot wood and beams and joists cause mold and mildew. Contribute to unhealthy air inside the home. None of those things are good. They're all less than good. Standing water, that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems for you and your home if not addressed. Canty Foundation Specialist, your trusted local expert in basement waterproofing and crawl space repair. Canty offers solutions to fit any home budget even the smallest leaks are not going to get better over time so call canty today 1-803-373-0949 1-803-373-0949 they offer free inspections lifetime warranties Financing's available if needed. Cracks in your exterior interior walls, uneven floors or doors, windows that are hard to open. You call my friends at Canty and tell them I sent you. 1-803-373-0949. 1-803-373-0949. Visit their website, CantyCanFixIt.com. C-A-N-T-E-Y. CantyCanFixIt.com. All right, the uh, man of the hour uh, and his team, head coach Brad Brownell. Coach, great to have you, coach. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Walt. Uh, man, that was that was a fun night, buddy. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was uh, that was a good night uh, for the Tigers and Chapel Hill. So uh, happy for our players. Those guys played so hard and just uh, been grinding here and haven't had some things go our way, but we're hanging in. And uh, nice to get a, a good win against a really good team. Yeah, and Clemson's won uh, two games there in history, and you've won them both. So congratulations. And uh, and now you've actually won two of the last three times you've played in the Dean Dome. So they well, like to the players, the play, yeah, the well, players you, won that yeah, ball. Yeah, the players. Yeah, you, you and your team. You and your team. We're going to get to get the team. I, look, I've spoken for two hours about the effort of the team. So we can, we can include you in this too. Uh, because, uh, again, I, I thought, Coach, that – it was the most connected game defensively that I've seen. I thought the intensity level with which your team competed all night long was which is almost unparalleled. I mean, in the whole country this year, I just thought it was that type of game. You just, your players just weren't having it last night. Yeah, they were good. Um, and I, obviously, I think a lot of it was the start, right? Yeah. Seeing the ball go in the basket. We just haven't seen the ball go in the basket right. very much. And it's, you know, we're an offensive minded team. Yep. Um, we talked about this back in November and December. I told you, you know, my fear with my team is like, I've got a lot of guys that like to score. Uh, maybe their identity is a little more offensive minded than defensive minded. And sometimes that can be a problem for us. And uh, it has been at times. We, we just, we're not as tough physically defensively. We don't always uh, get where we're supposed to be as often as we should. Um, but when you start making shots like we did at the beginning of the game and like we did on some of those games, you know, in the non-conference, it just energizes you. Yeah. And uh, especially if you're an offensive-minded player, you just you got a little more swagger to you. you got a little more bounce in your step. You just you're a little quicker. You're just a little faster and harder cutting. And uh, I think that was, that was unbelievably evident. I, I told our – 
team and staff, I thought our first half pace of play was unbelievable. I just thought we were at an unbelievable pace. You know, I thought the zone helped us yep. slow them down. Um, and we we had a lot of juice in life because we'd made a bunch of shots. And, uh, you know, so then, you know, you know North Carolina is going to make a run, and certainly they did a couple times. But, uh, you know, I felt like in the huddles I just kept reminding our guys, and I talked about it before we – we left for Chapel Hill, guys. We, you know, we should have beat Duke. We beat Alabama. Those are two, you know, top fifteen teams, twenty teams, whatever you want to call it. So we can go into North Carolina and play with anybody. You know, we, we know we can go there and win. And I just kept reminding them that in a few timeouts, and certainly at the the four minute timeout when it's seventy to seventy, that was we're right where we want to be. It's time to finish the game, and um, you know, we got some big time offensive rebounds and and. Uh, from PJ and and Chef and those guys made some big time plays for us to win. Yeah, I, it's funny because we talked a lot about that during the show. That element of an offensive oriented starting lineup who has n- not seen the ball go through the basket with the type of frequency that they probably expected and you expected gets that big emotional boost when they start seeing the ball go through the basket at the start of that game, and that does energize their defense. I, I thought that. That was the key. It's something we talked about uh, during the show today as well, and I, th- I thought I thought that was evident. But l- l- let me go back though and talk about some of these guys individually because I thought, as a team, to a man, I-, I thought the intensity with which you guys played last night was just incredible. I mean, you could see it in the effort in their faces, and I- I'm I'm curious whether you agree with some of these things or not. I thought, that- yeah, I thought we played hard. I- you know, I thought we played hard. I don't know that it was crazy different. I do think our pace of offensive cutting was, and, and I do think, you know, mixing in the zone, maybe that helped us a little yeah. bit stay fresh at times. Um, so, yeah, I agree with those things for sure. Um, you know, again, I just keep going back to as crazy as it sounds, but I do think our guys seeing the ball go yeah. in the basket. I just think that. What that does for your spirit, and then obviously when you're up 15-2, it's like, you know, I know coach has been telling us we can win, but like, hey, we can win, like we're, <laughs> we can win, like we're we can beat these guys. Like, you know, it's interesting that was Joe's first win against Duke or Carolina there, um, you know, and so for our guys to to just kind of believe and having an older team really helped. Obviously, I think the other thing having Jack Clark back as yeah. well, um, his defensive rebounding. And then the thing that probably jumped off the page with me watching the film back was his getting a couple defensive rebounds, quick, long outlets that got us off to a, like, our miss offense. I thought we had a great thrust in in about four or five other possessions that maybe we don't get in some other games just because of him rebounding the ball and then his ability to take a bounce or two and pitch it ahead or cross-court it. And all of a sudden, Joe's getting it with, with pace and we're, we're putting some pressure on North Carolina. And I thought we started the game by that. We got them to miss. And then our thrust was, was probably more than they were ready for. And uh, so getting Jack Clark back and getting his eight rebounds against Virginia and seven rebounds yeah. against uh, North Carolina, I think was helpful. Yeah, we focused on Clark today in our conversation too because it's it's you know, and I asked you about this the last time we spoke, and and you know, I said, can can Jack Clark sort of be the missing link? And I think you were at a stage where you 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 weren't ready to trust in any of that yet because Jack yeah. really hadn't played very much, and now like a week later. I mean, I, I thought I know he went one for six. I thought he was an enormous factor. I mean, you, you're talking about a six ten guy who's physical, who has length, who can guard multiple positions, who rebounds out of his area. You just have not had that guy. You know, you've had some of the other ingredients like Wiggins shooting and scoring, but but Clark has been, I think, a key missing ingredient, and I think we saw that last night. Yeah, and I, you know, it's I don't know that the guy still is a hundred percent, you know, comfortable all the time, right? He's he's close, but he's still figuring it out. He's still learning how to play with our guys. I mean, he's still learning our system. It's, you know, it's it's challenging for him. And you know, there's a little indecision occasionally at times, you know. Um, but man, his his poise has been good. His size and experience defensively has been good. His rebounding has been excellent. So that part of it, 
you know, he is different than Chauncey there. He's just a much more old, you know, much more experienced, older seasoned guy that has been through some things. He sees some things and a little more physically ready to rebound it at a high level in a high level game. And so um, he's not shooting the ball quite as well as Chauncey. And so Chauncey hit a huge three force in the second half. We need that to continue. Um, You know, it's funny. I talked to the staff and I told him, I said, I want to, we're going to see if Jack's ready to go. Can he go as a starter and play, you know, 25-plus and actually end up playing over that? But also, I said, let's take some pressure off Chauncey and put him back with the sophomores, with his guys on the bench. Yeah. And maybe that will help him just coming in with his guys a little bit. And so, you know, I'm hopeful that kind of continues. I think it would be good for him, um, really, for both players. And uh, so, you know, I thought it was it was helpful last night to our team. You know, and I know that sometimes when a when a player has been out a long period of time, in this case all year, it can be difficult to sort of integrate them into the, the new chemistry that's developed without him. Uh, but in his case, it, it's sort of seamless because of all the things he does. He's not a guy who demands the ball. He does all these other things. I agree with that. I think he's one of those guys that, you know, he is looking for when it's his turn to shoot. He wants He wants to make a few plays but he understands who he's playing with. And, you know, he certainly understands we've got other good players and guys that have been playing and playing at a pretty good level. And so I do think, you know, he's one of those guys that's a nice blend guy. Um, I do think it's important for us, for him to start making a few of those shots. we got to get him to knock a couple down. He's, uh, but he did make some big free throws last night. Um, but I do think he's doing a really good job of just kind of finding his way, you know, the right way. And uh, I told him that after the game. And, and uh, it's funny, he's, he is, I mean, he is, he is low emotion. I mean, that guy is just, <laughs> he just is the same every day. It, it's, it's hard to get a read on him. And sometimes it's made it challenging through his injury. But uh, you do know when you really get, get to talking to him how much he wants to win and, and uh, you know, how frustrating this year has been for him. It's been hard. He's had to overcome a lot. And, uh his patience, he's had to be unbelievably patient. And uh, we have as a staff and team as well. So, But we're glad to have him back. I think he really helps us. And, uh, again, it gives us some depth that we need uh, against teams like North Carolina and Duke. I'm going to see if you're buying what I'm selling. I said this earlier in the show today. I thought that P.J. Hall may have played the best basketball game of his career. I, I know he went like 8 for 20, but I thought he was more active defensively than any game I've ever seen him play. I thought he was just terrific uh, on both ends. I thought he was much better, and that's kind of when he and I spoke uh, on Sunday and with some of those individual meetings I was having with our players. That's kind of what I talked to him about. I said, PJ, the shooting is going to come back. Like, you you know, I, I know you – he wants to win so bad for everybody that he's putting a lot of pressure on himself, and it's probably affecting his shooting some right now. I said, but you, you've got to continue to focus on your defense. We need your defense to continue to get better and, and for you to be a presence and an anchor in the paint. And to be honest with you, I thought in the Virginia game, I thought his defense was just okay. I thought there were some plays that he was a little bit late on. And um, I just trying to get him to focus in that area and obviously got a little bit of foul trouble again. And so we're trying to yeah. keep him out of that because we, we desperately need him on there on the floor with us for 30 minutes. Um, but man, he he was better last night, and that's that's no easy chore to deal with Armando Baycott. I mean, that guy is big and strong, but I thought PJ did an unbelievable job of having a mix to his game, doing some things around the basket area, doing some things in the high post, making some threes. Um, he he was really really good, and obviously his shots early just gave our team the belief that we were going to win. And and I give PJ a lot of credit because. You know, he and I talked, and he, he told the team in practice on Monday, guys, we're going up to win. We're going up there to win. And uh, that was what he said in the huddle. And, and I think, you know, as we kind of built our plan, and you can almost see the energy coming back into our guys after the, the loss to Virginia, we, we kind of – I think the individual meetings was really good to get our guys, you know, kind of let them talk about some things, me tell them some things I think they needed to hear. And then when the spirit started to come back on Monday – um, we felt pretty good going up there Monday night. Yeah, I thought I thought Chase played well. I thought the guards competed as well. You need, you know, it has to be an all-in type of affair with rebounding. And, you know, sometimes it seems to me that, that 
that Chase does not mix it up enough in that regard. I thought there were, uh, I thought that he played really well defensively last night on on Davis for the most part, and and I also thought he grabbed a couple of key rebounds. There was one late in the game that I don't remember the exact minute, but he sort of soared in and 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 plucked that ball away, and I thought that's what you're looking for. Yeah, we need our guards to continue to rebound. That's where Jack helps. Um, Joe got four last night. I think Chase got three. And then, you know, the thing we haven't talked about that was probably maybe the most important thing on offense was we only had five turnovers. We had 14 assists and five turnovers. And our assist numbers have dropped because we haven't made any shots. And and a lot of times, you know, probably 60% of your assists come from the threes you make. And so when we're not making threes, it's hard to have assists. And so, but to go in and, and Ben Winterrode, my SID told me that uh, five uh, turnovers is tied for the third lowest in the Dean Dean Dome history. So to go in there against those guys in that environment, only turn the ball over five times, you know, that's that's unbelievably important because if you have bad offensive possessions against North Carolina, yeah. their transition game is going to get away from you. You're going to get blown out. Yeah, live ball turnovers uh, kill you against uh, the way they play. Look, I, I went into the game uh, thinking these things, and and I just have I have the numbers handy on this. I thought, and I said uh, during the show yesterday that there were four things I thought Clemson needed to accomplish to to potentially pull the the shocker. One was free throw attempts. I thought that the free throw attempts couldn't be out of whack. If they are, I I, I thought your chances of winning were were uh, slight. They weren't. They had twenty five. You had twenty. That's I thought where you needed to be. Three point shooting. One for 18 last game, this game. So you went. Uh, you had a minus 21 in the last contest. You're plus six this time. And rebounding, yeah. which you were minus 11 the first game, uh, minus one in this game. And I thought you guys competed your A's off on the, on the glass. And then finally, I thought transition defense. And again, you didn't contribute to it. You didn't turn it over. Um, and I thought all those areas were significant and, uh, and, and would play a role in the outcome. Well, you're on point with just about all of it, and that's you know what it, it, those are easy things to talk about and really hard to get done. Um, yeah. It's hard. They <laughs> they just they're so different in in that building. Um, you know, they average like 15 more points a game. Uh, the pace is faster. They're they're just. I mean, they are coming at you. Obviously, there's more pressure on you, so it's harder to execute your stuff, and it's hard to only have. It's hard to have single digit turnovers when you play them, especially there. Um, so everything, you know, is 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 tough, but I do think you're you're on point. We talked a lot about free throws, rebounding. Um, those were two big things with us and trying to get our defense set. Of all the ones we didn't get done as well as I would have liked, it's probably transition D at times, but uh, you know, there's gonna be some possessions like that because of how fast they play. Uh so I, I again this was a huge win with our guys doing a lot of really good things in the game. Uh, oh, I have to take a break. Can you hang a couple minutes? I want to ask you about yeah, Syracuse. Yeah, All right. I got one more for you. Uh, good. Great, 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 great. Uh, I'm joined by Clemson head man Brad Brownell after one of the biggest wins in Clemson basketball history uh, yesterday at uh, the Dean Dome. Quick break. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hey, foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate. Our team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. But let's not forget about the super fresh margaritas, ice-cold cerveza, and over 80 tequilas that are served up daily from behind our high-energy bar, with happy hour on weekdays starting at 4 p.m. The owners, all local Upstate dudes, love hosting the Willie Taco Fiesta for our amazing guests. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco Familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. Did you know State Credit Union offers excellent rates on car loans? And when you get your car loan from State Credit Union, you'll enjoy having no car payments for 90 days. Visit State Credit Union today in Anderson, Clemson, Seneca, Greenville, 
Spartanburg, or Greenwood. Or visit them online at scscu.com. That's scscu.com. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender, federally insured by the NCUA. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? Babbel's interactive lessons are created by real language teachers and voiced by real native speakers using a modern conversation-based method. So in no time, you can start speaking confidently about real-life topics in another language. Nosotras vamos a México en dos días y ahora hablamos español. Gracias, Babbel. Sí, muchas gracias. <laughs> Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Start learning a language today at Babbel.com. First, it was Seneca. Then came Clemson. Now, Joe's New York Pizza is in Central at 302 East Main Street, featuring 10-inch personal-sized pizzas and daily lunch specials. A build-your-own salad bar and half-price Wednesdays on any take-and-bake pizza. Great wine selection. And get this, $3 pints all day, every day on their own Joe's House Lager. Served in frozen pint glasses. Dine-in or take-out Tuesday through Sunday, 11 and 9. New York style served with a southern smile. Joe's New York Pizza, 302 East Main in Central. If you're moving a loved one into assisted living and need a stress-free solution for selling their property, Samuel Property Group is here to be your guide. From home evaluation to a hassle-free sale, we handle it all. Let us ease your burden during this transition and receive your check in as little as 10 days. Visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com today and fill out the simple form to be contacted by one of our team members within 48 hours. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% saving on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Powered by UpCountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Here at The Roar... Every day is game day. We are 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar.
Walter Tula, we are back. Road Rage rejoined by Clemson headband Brad Brownell off of the uh, off of one of the great wins in Clemson basketball history uh, yesterday. Uh, Coach, uh, we were talking about what happened last night. Before we get to Syracuse, a couple more things. Uh, when PJ committed his third foul, then you're in the situation of I think you were I think you were up ten when he committed that third foul. Uh, what was your thought process there? It seems like you played it perfectly, but was it to keep him out as long as possible, as long as you maintain the lead? Is that what you were going with? Yeah, for the most part. You know, you're always just kind of trying to feel it. Yeah. Like, what's where's the momentum of the game going? How are your guys doing? Um, you know, is this – you need to get him back in there because, I mean, you don't want him to finish with three, right? You, you wait too long, and then it's like you're almost – but it's a hard one because at the end of the day, boy, those last four minutes to play without that guy, that would that's I don't want to be in that position. Um, you know, he's just so good. Uh, you know, we talk about this all the time. He's, he's playing a position where he's going to get a couple fouls just by playing hard and yep. the physicality of playing post. But he's got to stay away from the silly ones and – you know, I was I got after him on his third foul. You probably saw me on the sideline a little <laughs> bit because it was kind of just a box out deal. And he and he and Baycott are both kind of like grabbing each other by the arm. And I just said, you know, you're just making a referee job easier. Like he's going to call it, and and you've got to, you just can't do it. And he may be grabbing you, but you've got to use your lower body and you got to be physical. You got to deliver the first blow. We talk about that all the time, delivering the first blow. And and uh, if you don't. You're, you're in trouble, and uh, so that's kind of what happened on that one. But that's a hard deal, man. It's it's hard managing that. But uh, I think R.J. did some nice things. R.J.'s strong. I mean, he's a big kid. He's not nearly as big as Baycoat, but he does dance and move, and yep. we call it peekaboo. He does some peekaboo defense yep. and uses athleticism to just do as, do as much as he can to keep him, you know, from getting it deep. No. How about PJ and Ian on the offensive glass too? Uh, I thought I, I thought that was huge, and it was huge late. Their their aggressiveness. I mean, Ian was award daddy again too. Yeah, that, I mean, it was those were the plays that won the game, you know. And I kind of kept telling our guys, I told our big guys, you know, we're gonna make some threes. We need to make threes, but if we're gonna win the game, man, we gotta we gotta get inside that paint and. uh uh, we just got to attack in that paint. We cannot allow North Carolina to to uh, to dominate the paint. And it, you know we're not going to get it as deep against Baycoat. That's not as easy of a matchup for PJ to get it. So we try to move PJ around, knowing that like, hey, Ian can have the matchup in this game. Ian's got the matchup, and so Ian's going to get double figures, and PJ's going to get a few down there, but. He's also going to have to make a couple shots, and we got to move him around so that there's more space for Ian to dominate, which we think is our mismatch. And so I think that was good. It was good for us in game one, too. Um, but I do think those guys, you know, fighting down low and, and getting offensive rebounds, and obviously the two baskets that we got laid off of those were huge. And Joe Girard, who has not historically shot the ball well against North Carolina, I don't know what his mindset was or – or yours regarding him coming in, but uh, again, he stepped up in a big way. I thought he played a real competitive game too. Did some of the ball handling, took some of the pressure off there as well. Yeah, he was really good. I, you know, it was great to see him, especially in the first half. I thought his movement was outstanding. Yeah. You know, that's been a little bit of a change for him. He, you know, he's kind of a guy that he had the ball, has the ball in his hands, <laughs> and used to having the ball all the time. And it's not easy for him to get the ball sometimes. And so, you know, we're trying to get him to move around a little bit more. You know, we we, we move the ball in through the air a little more in our offense. Guys touch it. And, you know, there are times he's got – we've got to keep working with him to like, hey, get rid of it. You'll get it back later. And, uh, boy, I thought that happened a lot in the first half. And I thought in the first half he was incredible. I just thought his movement, his pace, his shot making uh, – they did a better job on him in the second half, but in the first half, he was he was elite. All right, so now so now you face now you face a new challenge. You come off one of the biggest wins in Clemson basketball history, and now you have to refocus on a Syracuse team that looks a lot different than the Syracuse teams you've faced in recent years. They're not a zone team anymore. Uh, it's a different looking basketball team. You know, 
North Carolina faced a little bit of a challenge coming off the big win over Duke, uh, but now you've had one of the biggest wins in program history. How do you refocus on Syracuse? Yeah, just, I mean, we, today we're off, and it's good for the guys. You know, I, I think, you know, this time of year we're banged up. I mean, P.J. and, you know, people don't realize it, but Joe Girard all last week was basically sick and trying to play sick. And so we got to, you know, he was better last night and is is turning it around. But P.J. and Ian are both physically beaten up right now and have some minor injuries that they're playing through. And, you know, we can't really practice much tomorrow. Like, we just, even though we're off today, I've already talked to the trainer and we just, you know, he doesn't think those guys can go. And so we need to, we got to mentally get ready, right? We got to mentally do the things that we need to do to prepare ourselves and then try to have one day physical practice, a short practice for Friday and, and get ourselves going. Uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting challenge. Obviously, you know, the fact that we're bringing Joe Girard back, we're right. not going to sneak up on him. Uh, I think that we're going to find that there's going to be an incredibly motivated Syracuse team <laughs> and maybe even fan base, uh, it seems like it's been like that this year, Walt. Like we haven't been able to kind of slide in. Everybody's on a five-game win streak, or a, you know, waiting for us. And so, uh, you know, but I think our guys are, are. I've been hungry. I think we, you know, we'll prepare well and and uh, be excited. It's one of those noon tips. You got to get wake up and get yourself ready to go and go compete. But uh, yeah, it's a big game for us. I mean, we, you know, we 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 love to get two two in a row and get this thing turned back and start building some positive momentum and get back to Little John. Yeah, obviously, uh, again, completely different Syracuse team, guard-oriented, Mince and Starling, both really good players. The, their size, though, is is brown, and, and you know that seems like an area that you might have an advantage going in. This is a team, though, that, that uh, has active hands, plays the passing lanes. Uh, I was watching the yeah. BC game again the other night. They, they created seven turnovers by Boston College early in that game on the road, but it's a, it's a completely different look than you've seen from Syracuse in the past. No, it is. Um, yeah, they're playing, uh, a lot of man to man. They're playing a little bit of zone BOB and then yeah. staying some zone, but long and athletic as you're used to, um, more aggressive defensively, obviously out in passing lanes and disruptive. And, uh, they've got, you know, guys that can go make one-on-one plays. I mean, Judah Mintz is, I mean, one-on-one, he's as good as there is. He can really get anywhere he wants on the floor. The kid, Chris Bell, really shoots the ball very well um, for him. And they, they've kind of, you know, they play a little bit of an undersized center, but he's athletic, he's tough. Um, they block some shots. They're a little surprising that way. Malik Brown does a good job. And then uh, Kadar Copeland is kind of that X factor for him, a guy who's, Kind of comes off the bench, can play a couple different positions. Obviously, made the game winner against Miami. Um, he's a tough kid, and uh, you know, again, I think they're going to be highly motivated to to try to beat their old teammate Joe Girard. So we, you know, we're going to have to play very well. We're going to have to keep the turnovers down. Hopefully, we can continue to punch the ball inside a little bit, and have a mix, and then at the end of the day, we still got to keep we still got to keep making some threes to spread the court and open up some things for our inside guys. Yeah. Congratulations, Coach. Uh, just an enormous win for your team and, and the program and uh, uh, continued success. I, I think you're going on a roll right now. Uh, thanks again, Coach. We really appreciate the time and good luck against Syracuse. Yeah, thanks so much, Walt. Yep. Uh, just, uh, you know, again, a, uh, I just think a, an incredible performance. You know, as we discussed earlier, uh, he credits a lot of the defensive intensity to the hot start shooting the ball. And I and I think that's true. When you have offensive-minded guys who are – the starting lineup is more of an offensive lineup in general than – and that, that might change a little bit with Clark, but it's more of an offensive lineup in general. Uh, and the, the 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 bench is where the, more the, the individual defense is found. Um, but, you know, this group had, had struggled some shooting the ball. And I think when they started to see the ball go in early, I think it certainly uh, increased their defensive effort, and they realized they they could win the game. Uh, But the effort that they – however they got there, the effort defensively was incredible. Again, I I said I think it was the most active defensive game that P.J. Hall has ever played. I thought it was the best game he's ever played because I thought on both ends he just uh, usually impacted the game. 
And it seemed like Coach Brunell agreed with that assessment. And he also singled out Clark, as we did earlier today, because, again, I think Clark is the missing link. And I even asked him, I said, you know, a, a week or so ago when I last talked about Clark, you didn't seem to be ready to commit to that. When I asked that same question, I asked the same question about whether he could be the missing link. And it was, like, eh, you know, I, I don't, you know, it was one of those things he just didn't want to talk about because he really hasn't played. And, you know, and now he's played more and you're seeing the impact that Clemson expected to get from Jack Clark. And that impact is enormous because he's more physically mature than Wiggins is. He's, he's you know, you talk about yin yang, that's what you have there. Wiggins is the 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 all offense shoot and score guy, and Clark is defense rebounding. Again, a guy who can rebound out of his area, can guard multiple positions, and gives you great length and more physical maturity. So you've got to find a way to balance that. But having him back is is enormous. It's a, you know another reason it's big is because the, one of the areas that the Clemson has been a little deficient is the the rebounding from the guard spots. Gerard has done a decent job in that regard, um, but that's been an area that Clemson's been a little a little deficient, and Clark helps make up for some of that because he gives you potentially another elite rebounder. Uh, and I think we saw all of those things uh, come into play last night and uh, a, a toughness. You know, Clemson likes to talk about Clemson grit. Well, Clemson grit was fully on display last night that was as gritty as it gets and now you have to turn your focus towards Syracuse in a completely different Syracuse than you've ever faced before I mean this team is you know they they have some length yes but again they're now primarily a man team they're no longer the zone team it's a completely different look honestly it's not a look that Gerard has seen from Syracuse before and we talked earlier about the reception that Gerard is likely to get at Syracuse and I'm guessing it will not be a warm one you know, so, uh, so, and he's going to have to deal with that. I mean, you know, he'll probably have a lot on, on his heart and mind going into that game. He played a lot of games in that building for that team, you know, and I don't know how that affects him. I, I think we, that remains to be seen. Um, this team presents some of the problems that Clemson has struggled with at times. They are, they are a team that has very active hands. They get out in the passing lane. They create steals and turnovers. Uh, Clemson is going to have to continue to do a good job handling that. They're going to have to be prepared for that because, again, it's, it's a different-looking team. And with guys like Mintz and Starling, they have great guard play. They have guys who can create their own, get to the rim. Uh, you're going to have to uh, you have to do a good job in that regard. Uh, Malik Brown is a highly competitive dude. I watched him play against Quentin Post. In the BC game, Post is, you know, two inches on him. And Brown is competitive and he's and he's strong. But, but, and here's the but. This is an area with P.J. Hall in the paint that Clemson should be able to exploit. Brown cannot handle P.J. Hall in the paint. I just don't think so. Uh, so I think you have to continue to to feed Hall. Now, you know, we just heard that that Hall and Shefflin are both really banged up. And given the the efforts that they uh, that they put forth last night, it's hardly a surprise that uh, they would be really banged up. You know, so uh, but apparently they're each dealing with some sort of little injury. Um, and and so, you know, they're not going to practice much this week. They, the rest is going to be more important for those two guys than than anything else. But it's refocusing, and now it's taking care of business down the stretch of the season. And I, I think this team seems poised to do that. I, I think that, I think this team is going on a run. I thought so um, before the Virginia game. Obviously, that was a disappointing conclusion. But uh, this performance last night, I think, should energize this whole basketball team. Uh, again, just assuming they get past this this emotional sort of physical. Um, challenge they have coming off this basketball game they they put a lot into that deal last night uh len i'm coming right to you on the other side walt up to the road rage wake up breakfast and nature made vitamins whatever your morning sounds like nature made fits right in whether you're looking for vitamin c or a multivitamin to get key nutrients we've got you covered now that's a good morning we take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. 
based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. Anderson County is a great place to live and work, play, and worship. Samantha Porter, the Anderson County Environmental Educator, encourages residents to reduce, reuse, and recycle. You can recycle plastic bottles and jugs, mixed paper and cardboard, clear, brown, and green glass, aluminum, and steel cans, use motor oil and cooking oil, tires, and electronics. If you have any questions, please call Anderson County Solid Waste at 260-1001 in regard to recycling and proper waste disposal. The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, SeaWe, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park, birds of prey flight demos at Marion Square, live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Gellert, the sporting showroom at the Charleston Marriott, and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss SeaWe, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit SeaWe.com, S-E-W-E.com. Timmy, everybody. Great job. Next up, we have Samantha. Ten times better performance can make a big difference. Castrol Edge motor oil gives your engine ten times better high temperature performance. Castrol Edge, better oil for maximum performance. Now through March 4th, get five quarts of Castrol Edge or Edge high mileage full synthetic and an oil filter for $36.99. Only at AutoZone. Claim based on sequence 3H test versus API SP test limits. First, it was Seneca, then came Clemson. Now, Joe's New York Pizza is in Central at 302 East Main Street, featuring 10-inch personal-size pizzas and daily lunch specials. A build-your-own salad bar and half-price Wednesdays on any take-and-bake pizza. Great wine selection, and get this, $3 pints all day, every day on their own Joe's House Lager, served in frozen pint glasses. Dine-in or take-out, Tuesday through Sunday, 11 and 9. New York style served with a southern smile. Joe's New York Pizza, 302 East Main in Central. You maintain your car, your health, you go to the dentist every six months for cleaning? Why aren't you doing the same for the HVAC unit that keeps your house and your family members happy? BCD Services has the perfect maintenance plan that keeps your HVAC system running cold in the summer and hot in the winter in the most efficient and cost-effective way. Sign up today to become a BCD Services Comfort Club member. Starting at about 15 bucks a month, the Comfort Club keeps your unit clean and helps avoid costly issues in the future. Learn more today at bcdservices.net. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. RAMP.com slash sports. The college football games may have ended, but the offseason is just getting started, and we have you covered all year long. These fans need to calm down. The big game hype is real. I can't wait. They really need to produce for their fans. The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome to the Road Rage. Is that a continuation run on the theme on music? You ain't seen yeah. nothing yet? Yeah, let's go. Let's let's go. Uh you know, I look, I appreciate all the uh the kind words on the interview. Thank you. Thank you guys. Uh Terry says, uh, Walt, this is Terry again. Great interview. Uh Brad Brunell earns his pay. Clemson would be hard pressed to find a coach that cares as much as Brad does about his guys and us the fans. Go, Brad, go. I like it. I I I like it. Uh, Len, I'm coming right to you. You know, how about this, Ramona? Uh, Morgan Thomas. Very nice of Morgan Thomas. Listen to what Morgan Thomas wrote, Ramona. 
Well, you're amazing with Brownell right now. I mean, you're speaking like you're an elite basketball coach. I completely admire the level of detail and study that you do for your job. I can only do being able to analyze the game as well as you do. Seriously, love the segment. It's very kind, Morgan. Very, oh, that was very nice. And you know what? Uh, and and, uh, and and Morgan Thomas is going to be a big part of the station going forward. I believed in him right from the start. I mean, Morgan can talk. Seriously. And I know, and I know it sounds a little odd, but in this business, you've got to be able to talk. You've you've got to be able to communicate, and and uh, and Morgan has a, a a natural aptitude for it that uh, that I saw right from the start, and I think we've uh, we've only scratched the surface of what uh, Morgan will become. Um, I, I have uh, I have a hundred, and I think he's a he's a naturally funny guy too. You know, he's he's entertaining. Um, he is. I mean, he could take a like a a mundane story and and make it funny. He does. You know, I, I was listening to him one time talk about uh, tickets and where he was seated and such. And, you know, and and and, uh, and Morgan wrote me and said, you know, one or two guys didn't like that. I said, bull crap. I said, it was funny as hell. Yeah, makes I, you a person. Right, right. I said, it was, it was, it was very entertaining. So, uh, so that's, that's a, that's a fact. Uh, Len in Greenville. Len, good to have you, Len. Hey, thanks, Walt. So, Clemson basketball. Um, obviously, fifteen and seven is probably the worst they could be right now, record-wise. Yep. I think. Um, and look, I, I, it, it definitely was one of the better wins. I mean, you know, they weren't playing against Michael Jordan or Kenny Smith or whatever. Basketball is a little bit different now, but going on the road and and beating North Carolina and North Carolina is still a good win. Um, I've been around for a long time. I went to Clemson. I saw Dale Davis, Nelvin Campbell. And there were some pretty good wins during that era, too. So, But um, I think now, though, you've got to take this and move forward because beating North Carolina is good. Um, number three is, is, is impressive. I don't think it's – I just think college basketball is a little more watered down. I don't think number three means as much as number three did maybe a while back. Um, I think now they've got, to, they've got to build on this because winning this game is great. But you've got to finish it now. They're going to have to probably win. I don't know what your take on this is. Maybe another six or seven games to get in the NCAA tournament. I don't know where they got nine or ten left. Nine. I, yeah, nine. I'm not sure that they would even have to do that. I think they're playing for seeding now. I mean, I think they're in. I think the question is, it's just going to be where you wind up being being seeded. And, you know, I, I, I would just remind you this, too. I mean, a lot of basketball people around the country now are looking at Clemson's two wins at Alabama and at North Carolina saying that yeah. they have the best two wins, road wins, of any team in America. And I think that's probably Maybe. true. And then think about this. I mean, we all know they got hosed in the game at Duke. Uh, otherwise, they would have another road win of that caliber. And, yes, you know, you're right. And that sort of sucks when yeah. you think about it now in hindsight of, of where this team could really be right now. But, no, you're right. I mean, this has to be a springboard for finishing strong and not just not just to make the tournament. Now you are – now, my my mind, you're playing for seeding, and, and you need to play well down the stretch of the season and into the ACC tournament. Well, two more points. If I'm coaching, I don't even think tournament right now. I think cliche one game at a time yeah. because – you're not in yet. No. You've got to still win some more games. No, so I'm thinking one game at a time. Don't look ahead. The good teams in any sport focus on what's the task at hand. You can't even think about NCAA tournament weekend. You can. I can. But that team, being a, you know, I, I don't know if you play sports. I played sports. Oh, yeah. You've got to focus on the task at hand yeah. coming up. And worry about the NCAA tournament when if, if you – you just got to keep building on this game and keep winning. Now, we'll say one other thing for P.J. Hall. Great player, probably one of the best players that's ever played at Clemson. There's been some good ones, and I mentioned a couple back when I was going to school, Dale Davis, Neldon Campbell. But, um, you know, he's played, what, 22 games, and he's banged up a little bit? I'll tell you one thing, and that's probably because he's the focal point of this team. Yeah. But you know what's next is the NBA. When you get to the NBA – you don't play 22 games or 25 games or 30 games. Yep. You know what you play? You play 82-plus games. So I think maybe, you know, um, he'll learn. I mean, most guys, I guess, from this college basketball to the pros, that's why it's so tough for guys like Wembyana and some of these other guys. You don't realize how grueling an 82-game-plus playoff oh, yeah. schedule could be. Yeah, no question. 
I mean, you're banged up at 22 games, and you're not hurt now. Wait till you get to the NBA, and you got to play 82. And, again, the only difference is I don't think P.J. Hall will be playing 30 minutes in his first year in the NBA. Yeah. I think he'll get to gradually work into a role. Um, but uh, it shows how good those NBA athletes are, to be honest oh, with no you. Oh, no question. But, yeah, no question. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're know, super and, athletes. And it sounds like both P.J. and Ian are nursing a little bit of an injury. And so – you know, uh, this next game against Syracuse is going to be important because you come off this huge emotional win. You're going to have to take care of business against Syracuse. And with those guys banged up and not really being able to practice right now, that that's a little bit of a hindrance going in, especially because you're playing a Syracuse team that's a completely different team than the one you've been playing all these years. It's not like you know them anymore. You don't, you know? Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, all right, well, that's all I had. Yep. I, like I said, I'm hoping I'm pulling for him. I don't want to fire Brownell. I want them yep. to win. I want him to stay. But you gotta finish it this year, yep. one game at a time. Good job, so, Lynn. Yeah, I, I think they're going to. I feel I, I feel really, really good about about the way this team. I I, I think this team's really going to benefit a lot. I think all of the the little offensive woes they've had in terms of shooting the basketball, especially from three, I think a lot of that healed last night. I think a lot of that uh, is gone now. Yeah, I, I, almost like a weight off of them now. I don't I don't think that's what they're going to be thinking about now. I think what they're thinking about now is uh, there are no North Carolinas left on our schedule. You know, we just beat the best team we're going to play the rest of the way. That's a fact. They just beat the best team they're going to play the rest of the way and the best team they've played all season. In their building. So, uh, I think that should be a strong aid for confidence. Uh, Daniel and Easley. Daniel, how are you, Daniel? Good to have you. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Good, Daniel. Appreciate you getting in. Yes, sir. I was just coming to uh, talk about the Gamecock basketball team. Yep. We are on a roll. 100%. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And also, I was just wanting to chime in, and um, I'm looking for our old lost friend, Mr. JJ LSU. Oh, he's around. LSU, yeah, JJ. Jay, he'll probably be calling me about the Kentucky Derby soon. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, Jay, I hope so. Yeah, JJ, yeah. Uh, JJ, you get in now that you're being uh, you're called out. But uh, Daniel, um, you know, I've already spoken about South Carolina a little bit today, and on on Twitter right. as well. Um, I, I just think really, really impressive team. Uh, great job by Lamont coaching. I, I think Colin Murray Boyles is as impressive a young player as there is. Uh, I think he, yeah. he's like a stat sheet stuffer who does everything well, and he doesn't demand the ball. He's like a selfless guy. And uh, yeah. great guard play on this team as well. All the ingredients that you want in a tournament team. I think South Carolina has a lot of those ingredients. Uh, big right. wins already, Kentucky, and yeah. and then uh, winning at Tennessee. Another good yeah. win against Ole Miss, coming off of all yeah. that. And you still have some big yeah. games left on the schedule with Auburn, a rematch with Tennessee. Thing, yeah. And, and, yeah, the only thing that scares me is, like, Lamont. It's like, I know a lot of people are going to be coming after him because he has yeah. made a huge statement yeah. in such a short period of time. Yeah, somebody else asked me that earlier in the day, and I really hadn't thought about it, but – uh, but you're right. I mean, uh, you know, the amount of success he's had in, in transforming South Carolina uh, from a year ago to what they are now is truly incredible. Um, but uh, hopefully for your sake, he stays. Um, and, and basketball in yes, the state sir. is pretty, pretty good right now. Look, I, I, honestly, I knew when I watched the South Carolina Clemson game, I said then that I thought South Carolina was an NCAA tournament team. And you've, right. <laughs> you've only enhanced that, uh, that uh, profile since that point. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. And I, yeah, I'm very proud of the both teams in the state. Oh, 100%, I hope we both make it yeah. to the tournament and make it to the Sweet 16, if not more. So, but uh, go Gamecocks, and uh, you know, hopefully we beat the Tigers later on down the road in the tournament <laughs> or whatever. But you know, there you go, Daniel. go Gamecocks. But we appreciate you all. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, I have always suggested uh, I, I expect the attorney dweebs, the committee dweebs, to set that up. I, I think that's I think that's likely. I think it's likely that they put Cle- some if they possibly can that they put Clemson, South Carolina in the same bracket and set it up for them to play in a rematch. Uh, it, you know, if they advance around or whatever, uh, I could see that I could see that happening. But I not only think that both these teams. Uh, are going to be in the tournament and are just playing for seeding now. But I also think both these teams can be dangerous, you know, if they get there, as I expect they will. Uh, 
you know, again, South Carolina has some still some significant challenges ahead. You have to have a rematch with Tennessee, but you beat them in their building. Uh, there's no reason you can't beat them again. Um, I'm not so sure you're not better. Uh, you know, and 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 uh, and again, I think when I watched the Clemson South Carolina game, uh, my first thought, I think South Carolina looked really good. I was impressed with their toughness, their guard play. Uh, they controlled much of that game. Uh, I was impressed with their defense. Uh, but one of the guys that just jumped out at me was Colin Murray Boyles. And and I, I think he had like seven points in that game. Remember, he was coming back from, uh, what, what, what was it? What was his ailment? I forget right now. Regardless, it, it, it doesn't matter. He was, he was coming back from some ailment. And, um, and, you know, he was just getting going. And I was impressed with him that game. And I wrote on Twitter that night, that man, this kid's going to be a bear later on, and uh, and that's certainly happening. That's happening right now. So, yeah, another really well coached team, um, really good defensively, terrific guard play, um, terrific defensively. They have a lot of the ingredients of team of the type of teams that make runs in the tournament. So, I, I think. Um, I think not only will they get in, you know, again, it's going to be interesting to say how they close out this season with some of these big games still left. They they have some, and, and you know, the good news for them is, you know, even if they were to lose a couple of those games, those are, are, are likely quad one type games. So they're not going to be hurt by it. They might actually be helped just by playing it. But so regardless of whether you beat a, a, um, you know, a Tennessee in a rematch or an Auburn or uh, even at Ole Miss, you know, which again is a, a return game from the game Carolina just won. But um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm getting messages and calls from Carolina people and they're excited and rightfully so about their team too. Um, so, hey, listen, <laughs> the way this is shaping up, the NCAA tournament for the two major schools in the state is going to be very, very interesting. You know, it, it, there aren't that many years that both Clemson and South Carolina are in the NCAA basketball tournament together, um, and that's why I also think that they're likely to, they're likely to uh, the the tourney committee dweebs are likely to uh, try and create that uh, rematch down the line. Uh, me saying positive things about South Carolina has lured Gamecock Will out of the wilderness. Gamecock will be with us when we return. Walt up to the Road Rage quick break. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glenn Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sumbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. The big game is Sunday, and Nick and Mike Bar and Grill is your headquarters in the Clemson area. Enjoy great football, food and drink specials, 10% off their award-winning wings, and beer specials all for the big game between San Fran and KC. Nick and Mike and the Best Western Clemson invite you to join them Sunday from the early afternoon through the postgame for the biggest game of the year. Come one, come all from Seneca, Anderson, Six Mile, Pendleton, and Clemson. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill in Clemson's Best Western Hotel. The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, SeaWe, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park, birds of prey flight demos at Marion Square, live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Gallier, the sporting showroom at the Charleston Marriott, and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss SeaWe, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit SeaWe.com, S-E-W-E.com. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. Do bugs directly affect the health of our trees and shrubs? The short answer to that is yes. So we have a very, very targeted program to take care of the bad bugs, but to leave the beneficial bugs alone. We have a real problem with a bug called an ambrosia beetle. It'll drill into your tree and eventually kill it. So 
we can prevent that simply with a preventative bore spray. Leave it to Schneider Tree Care. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylors. Craft Stove Store and Patio. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. What does it feel like to file with TaxLayer and get your guaranteed maximum refund? It feels like the last level of a video game.